Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading James chapter 5, verse 12. You don't need to invoke God's name every time you make a promise if your life truly reflects God's name. James chapter 5, verse 12. There's an entire sermon here just in this one verse. James writes, Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear. Not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you're going to be condemned. Continuing to look here at question and answer number 99 of the Heidelberg Catechism. What is God's will for us in the third commandment? Uh, Well, that will is that we neither blaspheme nor misuse the name of God by using unnecessary oaths. Today's summary and Dig Deeper post are written by Pastor Alan Salwe from American Reformed Church in Worthington, Minnesota. In In Matthew chapter 5, verses 34 to 37, Jesus speaks against making oaths, instead encouraging people to let what they say be simply yes or no and so here in james chapter 5 verse 12 james restates that same teaching for the recipients of his letter this reminder was necessary because it was far too common for people including even the religious leaders such as the pharisees to be guilty of making empty oaths agreements would be sealed with an oath such as swearing by the temples so that if the oath were broken, the guilty party would somehow have to tear down the temple stone by stone. Well, this might add some showmanship to the agreement. However, the inauthenticity of these words is concerning. The deals were commonly struck with no intention or expectation of one party party attempting to actually tear down the temple if they failed to live up to their end of the deal. So this lack of intention made these oaths no more meaningful than a modern-day pinky promise. Uh, Let's dig a little bit deeper. Swearing an oath was once an important part of a serious transaction. In making an oath, you're vowing that if you break your agreement, then some predetermined misfortune will come upon you, such as the example of swearing to tear down the temple if you broke your oath. While these types of oaths are not as common as what they were in the first century, there are still remnants that can be seen today. One example is the pinky promise. While often thought of as something that youth use to declare their intention to keep a promise, well, the pinky promise has a bit of a darker meaning behind it. Very literally, a pinky promise is an oath that if you break your end of the bargain, well, then your pinky finger will be chopped off. Unfortunately, this is not an oath that is often upheld. Otherwise, there'd be lots of children running around everywhere missing a finger. However, it still is an example of an unnecessary oath. Well, Jesus and later James speak against making unnecessary oaths in a general sense. The third commandment speaks to not misusing the name of the Lord through invoking his name in an unnecessary oath. When such an oath is made, it cheapens the value that you have for the name of God. Instead of depending on a grand gesture or oath to declare your intention to keep your word, 
follow the instructions given by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount and repeated here by James to just simply let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be honest in all your dealings so that your word will be trusted as true and so that there will be no need to make a grand oath to declare your intent to honor your word. As you pray today, use the triple A prayer pattern. That's where you begin praying by just acknowledging who God is and that always comes for us from what we've been reading in his word. Today, we open our prayer to our Father who answers every promise he's made with yes in Christ. <laughs> Actually, that verse comes from 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, but it fits here well, doesn't it? Then we go on to align our lives with God's will by praying that our the way we keep our word will be a reflection of Christ's integrity. Then you can go on to ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord, well, that's unfading truth. 